Game of Thrones podcast by Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And I don't really want to talk right now, I'll be honest with you. I'm still in dismay after... <laughs> I think we're supposed to be talking about Season 8, Episode 4, but... I mean, we are. We're still... And we got the time links, and I'm going to say, this is the first time it really felt like an actual movie. <sighs> like, I mean, that whole thing, it had like three or four points. I was like, holy, like, we just went through an hour and 20 minutes. And yeah. then it just kept going. Anytime you go with more than one location, you feel longer. Yes. So. I mean, we spent you, like the first, what, 30 minutes in the celebration dinner? I mean, do you realize how much happened in this episode? I mean, I mean it's just, we it's lost just that. mind-boggling. That These are the people we should have lost in the battle. Like, it was the fact that we lost them, not in the peacetime, but like a weird medium. I, I, I don't get it. It's genius by Thrones and the writers and stuff. When, just when you think that, all right, we're about to do some setup episodes, how they're going to keep you interested. Instead, they hit you with an episode as stellar or more cunning that you didn't expect an episode after the what was supposed to be the, you know, the, the big one. Um, that's why I say, like, I, I'm still, like, before we got into the studio, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know how to fathom what I've watched right now. The excellent episode. I love this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love uh, the turns they take. I mean, they really went ballsy on a couple decisions. Um, I love this thing. You know, there's some stuff in it that, you know, depresses me, obviously, but I thought this was excellent. No, was... I feel like this is a lot like the fourth book, Feast for Crows, where if you enjoy the strategy of everything going on behind the scenes, you probably love this episode, but the mass majority is going to hate it. Possibly, I mean, very possibly that people aren't going to enjoy this or, you know, be. you can't say you don't enjoy it. It's so masterfully done. No, it, it's amazingly done. You just, some of the decisions are just gut-wrenching. And that's the reason the show is so amazing as it is, is that things you don't expect. Well, that's it. It's like, I, I don't ever want them to be predictable. You and know nothing I mean? about this episode was predictable. No. <laughs> no. Like, I mean, we, we may have called some things. Oh, yeah, like small happen. things like, uh, you know, Jimmy and Brianne becoming a thing. Don't don't want to pat my back too hard. Yeah, I, did, I did not. I did that. not see that coming. I did not. Did I mean, not. even though so much shipping has been going on between those two for a long time now, but it's like I never thought it would actually come to fruition. Man, the, no. those eyes that they were giving each other throughout this entire <laughs> season. Yeah. Well, playing was, Tyrion's drinking game, from literally from season one. I mean, it was great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good throwback. Tyrion's out here like the million dollar matchmaker or something. Just like, let me, can, who else can I get together? Yeah. John, John and Nairs? Yeah, no, UPS is hiring. Yeah, it ships well. Um, I, you know, where do you begin with an episode like this? Well, I think we talked about Winterfell Yeah, I mean, as a lump sum. Well, I mean, Daenerys trying to make a strong play right out of the gate and everything. Seeing what Gendry's done, reigniting Baratheons, because the Baratheons go all the way back to the first uh, Aegon Targaryen. He was the hand of him, hand throughout the family with Magar, uh, Amon, all of them. So, I mean, it makes sense to try to make Baratheons strong again, even though they just took the throne from the Targaryens. Well, and gave a, a name back. Yes. You know, cool for Gendry, obviously. You know, I don't know if it was all done just so he could have a proposal to Arya, though. I mean, that whole thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think in the show? I'm not talking about like that's why Danny did it. I'm right. talking about like in the show, was he given that title only because it'd be cool to see Arya turn him down? I don't think so. I think it was just a product of the 
yeah, just of the situation yeah. itself. Yeah. Is the cause of the effect? Like, I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think it was for Ari to shoot him. Well, down. I mean, who, who do we think we are done seeing for the rest of the season? Gendry, Tormund, Tormund, Ghost. Oh, you think uh, Gendry's done? I think Gendry's done. Yeah, I don't think Gendry's done. I mean, what's the purpose of him going in the battle? Like, I mean, Arya's not going to stick with him or anything. I no, mean, no, maybe, but, but he's uh, still going to fight for the queen, though. I don't think we really see. I don't him. think so. I think he goes back to his, where he's from. Everybody's going back to their homeland. Like even Sam's going back. So I think you know. No, nah, I think I think Gendry goes. He's going to be with John. I think. I mean, he might be. He might be, but I'm with Cash. I but think I, he's do, gone. I do think you're right about Sam and Tormund. Yeah. Um, who else did we lose? Um, I mean, I'm just going to stick it out again and continue ranting. Ghost was a waste. I really wish we just didn't bring him back for season eight. <laughs> we lost Ghost, a brutalized Ghost. Yeah, that was yeah. cool, though. It was cool it. seeing yeah. the ear. It looks like almost yeah. zombified. Yeah, but like, how about John's just, eh, it gets on the horse and leaves. I mean, you can't even give your, your, your dire wolf a little a pet, love, a hug, a anything. Be good friend. Take care of him, something. I mean, with the relationship that they have throughout the books and earlier parts in the season, it's, like, it's just cold-hearted that it they're is. just not even recognizing him almost as a character. Once again, it's just like an odd decision. Yeah. Like, why yeah. Why I mean, waste that money? I mean, even with Arya, when she did throw rocks at Nymeria, I mean, that's like, that's from like classic books. You've seen that before. Yeah. You know, where it's like, it's what's good for you. I'm chasing you off. Throwing rocks at you. I love you. I don't want you to go, but this is what's best. And she at least talked to it. Yeah. Like she, I mean, at least acknowledged. Yeah, this was Nymeria. more about, uh, That's it. You know. This well, was, and they even had a moment when he come when Namiria comes back mm-hmm. and saves her and stuff like that. It's like they have a moment and looks at her and everything. Like yeah. treated as an actual character. Ghost yeah. is just throw away. The fans want to see him and everything. Not like this. Like yeah. just don't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel I feel bad for the ghost. That was a little scenario. off on that part for yeah. sure. Um. It, I was surprised and Tormund's going back with all these free folk. I didn't know we had other free folk that were there. Well, the only thing I was ever saying was that he's the only free folk that we know the name of and care about. Right. I, and there he's kind people, of like the king at this point of the free folk. There's not many, I don't think. There's not I think, many. Left. I think there's still thousands, but I mean, not capable fighters or anything. It's mostly like women, children, Possibly. things like that. Possibly. I don't know. I, it just, that was the first time I saw like other free folk in any sort of number. At Winterfell was that scene. Yeah, but maybe we saw five. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like a lot. The odd thing to me is, though, that they're just going back beyond the wall. Like, I thought a good bit would want to stay in, like, that middle ground between Winterfell and the wall and everything, not necessarily go back to those harsh conditions. Yeah. But but Winterfell, I mean, the main Winterfell plot line is, you know, John and Danny And Sansa. You know, and Sansa's like the wedge, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, is there something wedge. bigger than a wedge that's yeah, going to be a driving yeah. force? And all <laughs> just slamming through him. Um, I mean, we, we're obviously we knew this was kind of coming. I mean, even if winning the war, it's like there's still this huge elephant in the room. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, do we think Danny's right that the only way for this to have worked was for John to not tell them? Or do we think that there is some kind of compromise, or that the show just has to end in some bad way that it was all or nothing? I think you have to uh, keeping it a secret is the right choice. She says this will it'll turn into something you can't control, and just like that whole scene of them in that in there when they're all drinking and celebrating, and she's looking around and realizing she's alone in the room. 
that she's, you know, she looks over here and Tyrion and all of them are having a good old time. John's being admired or all that stuff like that. None of them look at her or congratulated her as part of the reason they won the battle. When the reality of it is, is without her, they'd all be dead. And John is the only person acknowledging that. And, but she's not getting those looks or admiration or anything else. And so I think, like you said, and like Barry said later in the episode, he, he's a war hero. He's a mixture of Targaryen and Stark. He's the bridge. He would have all seven, you know, together. The realm would be in the I mean, all that lines up. Well, I mean, not only that, he's actually ruled and ruled well. Like, Danny hasn't, she's kind of ruled. But she definitely hasn't ruled well. Everything that happened over in the East failed. I don't know. I, I They're really pushing this Mad King. They are. I mean, to, it's become To the point where it's like, yeah, she's sitting there and she's realizing she's alone. And she's realizing all the people are looking at John mm-hmm. uh, the way that she's been looked at, you know. Back East you know, and everything. Overseas or whatever like East. that. It's like, in a way, I don't know if it was necessarily like a... A feeling of sadness of being alone, but more of sadness of like jealousy and. Can I, still I feel win like them they're over. they're kind of pushing that because even their conversation where she's like, "You got to keep it secret." Mm-hmm. It ends with, "I just told you how to do that." You know what I mean? She right. keeps coming off more like angry and angry and vengeful and and stuff like that. So it's like and more the wrong, the problem with the Mad King was he was completely like anxiety ridden. You yeah, know what I mean, he always thought people were working against him and plotting. Yeah, against Yeah, he always him. thought somebody's plotting against him. Right, but so. just because you was it just because you're paranoid doesn't mean people aren't coming after you. There's no, a it's saying not, like that. But I mean, like that's what it. Right, it's true. It's not always the case. And the thing was, is he was a bad guy. Yeah, you know, what I mean, this is a good person who's paranoid. You know, what I'm saying so. It's, right. it's, Rightfully so. Right, and it, I don't know. I, I love this type of stuff where it ends up. We really see the power players mm-hmm. starting to come forward. And people always forget about Varys from literally the first season in the conversation in the dragon room, mm-hmm. you know, with the guy who take, took Danny in and her brother. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that was actually a secret conversation in the first book that Arya overheard down in the crest exactly. and everything. I mean, it's like. He's been playing the game for longer than anybody else in the book. Absolutely. Well, it was him and Littlefinger. Yeah. And it's like where they both did the same type of role where they sow discourse and create chaos and stuff like that in situations to to move things in the, the way they want and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But they just had worse, different intentions. Littlefinger was for himself and yeah. Varys has always been for the people of the right. realm. And he reinforced that. Like their ability... To bring things back from the first season, the first episode, all the way to this episode, this far in the show, I don't think any, that's ever been done before over eight seasons. Like, yeah, I mean it's a lot of callback and a lot of paying off. Yes, scenarios. You know what I mean? Things that we've been wondering about from years ago. So it's really cool. I love it. But but once again, we're kind of getting off the Winterfell subject a little bit. Um, well, just to expand on what you're saying, do you think all the things that are happening are just to try to get Danny to act out of vengeance without thinking? Is this all part of the plan? Or do you think that just is just a side emotion we're getting to watch from the episode? You follow? Well, I think, I think we're getting both things because it's like you, you kind of get the viewer's perspective through Va- Varys and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. You know, 
you're getting like the the various you know where he's like hey she's starting to freak us out she's yeah. a little too scary and then you're getting the Tyrion side where he's even like John could protect her from her own you know instincts and you know bring out the better in her and stuff like that protect her from making bad decisions and you know, and that's what you're kind of hoping and stuff like that. You yeah, know I, mean? I mean, they're having the water cooler talk that I want to have, but it's happening on the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just a really cool thing to have. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like they're projecting. You yeah. know, I mean, projecting like what we want to to talk about. Basically. Oh yeah, and I mean, I'm right there with Tyrion. Like, I think this is all going to come back around. I think we're trying to paint her the absolute worst, and then when that moment we think it's going to happen, she's going to be the good guy and the savior of the show. I, At least maybe that's what I'm hoping. You should hope for. But we always talk about like happy ending is not. No, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen as a happy ending by any right. means because there's just going to be so much death. Well, uh, let's characterize. I don't think it's going to have a happy ending for everyone. No. Does that make sense? Like you might have a you might have a good ending, but at a stellar cost. Well, I don't think anybody can have a happy ending at this point because everybody's lost. If Cersei wins and everybody and they and like that, then that, that then I'm pissed. <laughs> just be no, I, I, just I still won't like, even be pissed if Cersei wins. Like, I'm just it, about, like all the main characters have all lost things. You know, boy, has it now stuff that they won't be able to forget. I mean, that's how we open the episode with the funeral pyre. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like a massive part of it. You see four major characters that got killed off. Not major, but characters that were like beloved. Yes. You know what I mean, I, I would say fan favorites were yeah. all lost and everything. I mean, so. But I mean, this is like, this was the episode that was the epitome of be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Because like we see people start getting the pieces that they want. But like you said, we see the losses and sacrifices that they had to make to get there. Yeah. And they're about to become even heavier. <sighs> I mean, we, what else we get? We get. Well, in Winterfell, going back to the original, I mean. We loved all the scenes right there where they're at the table and they're drinking and having guns. This is where they do the drinking game, like you said, but and they expose... Classic Tyrion drinking. Classic Tyrion, which is great. Like you said, all, all that stuff in the Winterfell in the very beginning was awesome. Um, were you surprised that, uh, you know, the Brienne, we didn't go any nudity there? Were you surprised at this? I mean, we were surprised. No. no. Okay, good. Because I didn't think so either. I was almost like, no, we don't need to, you know, like, at n- all. Nudity just doesn't seem like it's needed in the show right now. Well, or- if you remember the first couple of seasons, it, it, it was no holds bar. But now it's definitely pulled back a little bit on that. You know, it's I was di- too blown away by the fact it was happening. Yeah, I was too. I, I mean, was, I mean, think about last episode with, with, with Arya. I mean, or two episodes ago with Arya. Yeah. It blew us away. Um but the other thing that Winterfell was is that John decides to give up the information to Sansa and Arya, Arya you know, through uh, Bran. This was my major disappointment was that I didn't get to see their reactions. Yes, that was one of the first ones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Which I kind of get it. We've told the story two or three different times already, but man, those reactions would have been priceless. Yeah, those would have been big. Because I think you would have gotten two different facial, mm-hmm. facial expressions. Arya, Arya doesn't play this game. No. She, and, but, and I don't think she sees John any differently is the big thing. I think Sansa sees him differently. Not in a bad way or anything. Sansa, I feel like, sees it as a new chess piece. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that yeah. she can move around the board. Yeah, which she shows that by... Immediately see, I mean, her, blabbing to Tyrion. Yeah, blabbering to Tyrion. And she gloats about you know losing a dragon and ships being destroyed. I mean, like... No, I don't think that's what she was really gloating. Like I don't. I didn't take it that way. I don't know. I, I don't know how to take happy. it. Yeah, she seemed, she seemed like there was a smirk and just like, oh, she took a hit. But I mean, I could be wrong. I, I have. I honestly have no idea. 
But she can't be. I think it was kind of an "I told you so" type of situation. Okay, where she was kind of like, "Wait, don't go yet." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then she just disregarded her and took off. I see what you, but like, (laughs) neither one of them are, are, are like very intelligent reactions to me yeah you know what i mean but i mean it was just like being tired like being more well rested i don't think that prevents this from happening so like i see what you're saying no no but it still is getting out ahead of oh know, absolutely of your people yeah you know what i mean it's, it's like, like i told y'all we shouldn't have gone and everything i am the military commander and what we like, see at the end of the episode what she's literally standing there with it's like uh we, yeah. What you got here? Fifty people, <laughs> you know, a hope yeah. and a dream. <laughs> you know, yeah. like well, yeah. I, when we get to that, I, I have some grievances and so on. But when uh, let's get to the part where it was just—I'll be honest with you—I thought they were ha- like she was going to wake up from a bad dream when I saw the dragon get hit with a spear. I was like, wait a minute, okay, like, are we having a daydream right now? Is she going to wake up out of her bed like having a nightmare? Instead, we watched the dragon take three spears die a horrible death and land in this water as Miss Sandy, Grey Worm, and all of them are watching it from the boats. And of course, you're on his fleet come out and they've got these scorpions. Evidently, you can reload fast and shoot and the whole nine yards to which, I mean, like, nobody expected this dragon to die. No. Okay, but let's also talk about they didn't set the, it up for him to die. You know, like, like the plausibility here of... Because they show this thing get shot three or four times and we all look around and then you see Euron Sleek come around a, like the mountainous area where like they never saw the ships in range. Yeah, they never had a clean shot. There was this never... I, it felt bad and cheap. That's the but, thing. Is, y'all didn't like this, but I actually liked this. I, I thought him dying was cool and everything. It just felt cheap. I guess that's my main problem. The about shock it. value was way up there. Yeah, I'll give I mean, you that, that was a 10.0 10 10. or so on. I guess I was just like, it's convenient they're out flying around and Euron's able to shoot it from a space they couldn't be seen. I know, guess. know where they are and be able to get to where it is and everything. Like, it just felt, here's a shock value, like Zach's saying. I, but, you know, in a way, I, I feel like they had to add some kind of strength to Euron. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he's got all the the boats, you know. what I mean, and that's kind of it. The Golden Company is not Euron. You know True. I mean, so to give Euron some things, give another an feather in his cap and everything. Exactly. Is you know, all right. Well, let's outfit his fleet with these scorpions, and they can be basically like pirate ships and just go out blazing. Taking the dragon down was one thing, but then you see them fire them through the boats and stuff, and it's like, it's pure carnage. Oh, I mean, like, as we were talking, I was like, why would we ever switch to cannonballs? Like, the, these scorpions yeah, I mean, are like, better than anything that a yeah. ship could have. Um, So, uh, that's, I but, think that's kind of what it was. And like, In my I, mind, at least, that's how I take it. Part of my problem is, like, if something's dominant, I prefer to see it remain dominant. And so, for a dragon to not hear these and everything, I'm just like, this seems like I, a failure. I don't know. I, I I I was fully floored when he gets hit by it. Yeah, and then oh. when the one hits him in the neck, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, he, I was like, "Oh, done. this is dead, dead." Like it's they, over with. And they did a a really sneaky way of setting you up on this, where Danny goes and visits him. Mm-hmm. You realize he's been healing from his, all his wounds. You see him kind of take his first test flight, and, and then the holes shaky. in the wings are massive. Yeah, he's got holes in his wings. He's got scars all over him and stuff like that. And it's like, and you you're, you see like the proud mom moment, mm-hmm. 
And then you, another sequence when you see them flying together and it's like she's all happy about it. Well, that was a sequence where he dies. Only <laughs> to pull the rug out from under you in an instant, you know. No, I we mean, had been talking about the fact that one of them was going to die. True. Yeah. We knew it wasn't going to be. I guess we just weren't expecting it so soon. Yeah. And, well, that's. I think that means they put it in the exact spot it should be. Yeah. Because no one expected this to happen. Yeah. I was expecting the scorpions to be something you bring out Bring out as the, you think you have us, mm-hmm. but now we got this. And I was expecting that to be a surprise element towards the when the battle got going instead it ends up becoming the forefront weapon of the battle i think they put it in the opening credit sequence to show the scorpion to show you how this is coming and then the thing is like all this time you like to think that they were preparing yes and it's like and judging by the walls which are all mounted with scorpions now the boats are mounted with scorpions and stuff like that like it just means hey cersei's been doing what she's supposed to be doing absolutely but, I mean, I guess part of the other problem is, why didn't she just breathe fire? Why didn't she come and swoop back to the backside of it? Because these scorpions <laughs> are only in the front. Well, like, she, if you're going to charge, you can breathe fire while you're flying there. I, once again, though, it, I, it was just to show her losing it. and Yeah, it was yeah. all about an emotion. But she also regained it and made the choice to turn instead of following through and going in there after it. Yeah. It was all about plunging Danny into a deeper, darker, bad spot to get her closer to the Mad Queen. Yeah. And I think that she could have had a little bit more redemption in the episode. But this payoff could very well all happen in the next episode. And I'm like, oh, this was great writing. I really feel like this is setting up what the opposite. I really, really do. I think you're showing her being tested through this entire episode mm-hmm. about being jealous, maybe being alone, watching you know a dragon get killed, John betraying her in her own little way, Miss yep. Sandy dying. I mean, that's five things in one episode that Danny's taking. I mean, I'd be shaking with anger, this, that, or so on. I think all that is truly just a setup up that people are trying to play to see if she's going to do something based on emotion. And she's going to make the right decision. Like Tyrion keeps saying, if you believe in her, I believe she's going to make the right call. I think she's going to make a decision moving forward that shows that people are expecting her to act on emotion, but actually she's going to do something that's smarter to accomplish the goal. Yeah, I agree 100%. I don't think it's. I don't think the Mad Queen thing is anything to do with it. I really think it's just really showing all this to the viewer to make her feel like she's going to go in there and do something wrong. But really, it's all a diversion. I still feel like this whole thing is going to end up with you're looking over here, but the real thing is going on over here, you know. And so I think this is all big setup for it. Yeah, but I see. I kind of disagree. So not necessarily that she goes full blown mad queen, but Mm -hmm. you got to understand that the final betrayal is going to be when she finds out that John told his sisters that the word has spread, and like Varys even says it. He goes. If a handful know, it won't be long before hundreds know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's I mean, like, it's going to spread like wildfire. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the one that finally sends Danny over the edge to me. Not all this other stuff. This other stuff is, is making her blaze. Yeah. But it's when she finds out that John... Betrayed her trust. Betrayed her trust. That's when it's going to be, like, dark. You know what I'm saying? But did he? Yeah. I mean, he told her. She gave him an ultimatum. No, she said, I've told you a way to do it and walked away. There was no do it or else. I mean, that was an ultimatum. I mean, he said, I I trust them. I'm going to, you know, they owe the truth. And she's like, well, don't do that because it could lead to more things you control. 
Uh, and he goes, we're going to be happy together as a family. And she goes, well, I'm telling you the way to do it. It was never don't do it or I'm telling you. Or well, No, she was the ultimatum is don't do it or else this will get out of your hands. Yeah. Right. And we won't have a choice. I, just, I didn't get the tone of an ultimatum. I think I got a tone of somebody's saying, please don't do it and begging. Like she said, I'm begging you not to. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it will be the final betrayal for her. Well, to, it's to me, even in the um, prophecy of her. You'll be yeah. betrayed three times. Three times. Uh, one by the your one by the you love the most. I think is the third something one. Something like that. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, that's probably what it's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that makes sense. That's a great callback to that. I had completely forgotten about all the betrayals because it so, was three. Go ahead. No, I mean it was just. Well, like we just know Jorah was one of them. Yep. And I don't remember who the other ones were, but I'm just saying, um, I, I I look for that to be the thing that tips Danny in whatever direction she decides to go. I don't think he's going to tip her in the direction just because I'm with Zach here. Like I think it's painted for her to have that big moment to where we expect her to burn everything and dip into the Mad Queen, but she does it off of logic and ruling the the right way. Yeah, that's what I feel like. And but. If you go back to what you're talking about, one of my strong predictions after watching this episode for the future is is that John and John and Danny one doesn't make the situation, and I think it's John. And I think it, you know, John being who he is would probably sacrifice himself so Danny lives for what he what she wanted to be destined. Not, and I don't see it going the other way around. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Danny winning and becoming the queen, but at the at the cost and expense of losing John and all that stuff like that, it's it's a bittersweet win. You know what I mean? Or it's not a win. You know, I mean, how do you want to put it? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a very plausible based on what you're talking about. You know, the, the betrayal and the whole nine yards. Um, let's talk about. All right, so da- uh, Danny shows up with what thirty guys, Grey Worm staring at the wall. Um, you know, the hands walk out and <laughs> you, you had a great line. We were watching in the meeting hand of the hand. hands, <laughs> you know, hand to hand, what hand do you call hand it? combat, yeah. hand to hand. And, um, imagine if that was the trial by combat, the settle the realm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first thing that I've noticed in this scene right here that bothered me is, is that Drogon was too close to where all these, uh, scorpions, scorpions. are to me. He was farther away when they were flying. When the, the other one got hit and all that stuff, so to me, him being back there like that did make no sense to me. Yeah, terrible. I understand tactical. he's got to be in the scene. No, but there was nine or ten scorpions that could have been all like. There's only twenty of you out there, thirty of you maybe. I'll say fifty, just to be you know generous. They had more than that in archers and scorpions and everything else there. I mean, realistically, what's prevent Cersei from taking her whole wall saying? Fire yeah, she away. should have just won the war right here. Fire away! You know what I'm saying? There was more. Ma- there was more pr- prowess on that wall that could have annihilated what was on the ground in front of them. Because if you kill Drogon, you won the war. Like, I mean, there's just no way that they're going to be able to win this battle. That's more of my issue is the fact that, like, don't walk your ass out there with thirty people. Yeah, you know what I mean. There have archers and scorpions. They can literally just like. All it takes is one, and it's over. Pick you off the off the ground. I mean, it just be done with you. Yeah, and I mean, there was we know that range is because they're firing down. Like I mean, these things yeah, are going to travel me, even further. They're going up. This was a, this was a really really bad setup. It was really they were all way too close. It was all that. I mean, it was just this was crap. I'm not gonna lie to you. To me, this was the the most 
unrealistic part unrealistic of part of the entire episode was this entire the setup. Now I love the looks, the conversation, That's the thing. all it's that like, stuff, but the being their proximity and the amount of people, the weapons that were visible, yeah, no. The issue is like I said, the same thing. I loved Tyrion and Cat and Craster talking. Uh Kyburn, sorry, not Kyburn. Kyburn. Um and you know, and then I love his conversation with Cersei, you know, and stuff like that. And what that leads to, obviously, but it's like And I love how both of them know they're talking about that being Jamie's kid and uh Wow, I'm blanking on who's the Kraken? Euron. Euron. On Euron's just like, okay, like Everyone's going to know that this is my child and everything. Oh, no, the problem is, and the reason why Euron looks at her mm-hmm. is because Kyburn just gave him the nod saying she's, yeah, she's pregnant, pregnant and it's yours. But really, there's no reason why Tyrion should know she's pregnant. Yes. So when he yells up there, there's no reason your baby has to die. And you see the look that Euron looks over at her. Is because now he knows that's not my child. Oh, you think he knows? Yes, he does now. I don't think he's connecting those dots. Oh, I definitely do. I definitely hold on. Do. Time out. I thought he knew she was pregnant before they they hooked up. No. no, no. That's why they even showed the previously on HBO thing mm-hmm. was Jamie finding out she's pregnant. Tim's his child, which she says. And then you get the next scene where it, okay. it's Euron saying, "I'm going to put a prince in that reason, belly." I could have swore that she, you know, she had already like admitted she was pregnant while talking to Euron. I don't know. Maybe I was wrong on that. No. Um, well, yeah. I mean, to me, that's a huge indicator for Euron going. I'm being, I'm being, I'm being sacked duped, here, being played. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like Cersei always thinks she's smarter, you know what I mean, than she is. And this is the thing. This is. She's trying to make this friend out of somebody. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, so do you think there's a chance that Euron betrays, well, not necessarily betrays her, but switches sides? It's not a side-switching type of thing, because there's no I, way Danny would ever allow I, him. I, That's I think fair. I think Euron would just leave her high and dry. Exactly. Would run, like he, like he told his, like he told Yara. I go to the islands. You just you, you pick the wrong side, and he he's like, then I'll sell the Iron Fleet away. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. It's, it's, he's like... It, it, he's all it, about saving himself. Here's the thing: he would be the biggest. He would be the biggest asset that she has. For well, currently, you know, one of the biggest assets she has. If he were just to up and say, eh, and leave Dodge. Yeah, because I mean, that's a loss of like what twenty scorpions. Well, not only that, but like the, he's the transportation system for everything for that capital. Like you said, when they want, they can't get if they can't get food and supplies by ground. The ships are their their prowess. Yeah, they're talking about a siege. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, and so on. And plus, the the easiest way into King's Landing is through water. Sea, yeah, and so on. So if he were to say deuces and you know and leave the Golden Company where they don't have no transportation or you know this there so on, there it could be that could be a turning point of the future of the battle and what goes on. Well, it could be also the change of the guard of wait a minute, maybe we're on the wrong side here, you know, when it comes to everything else. It's, it's just possible. I mean, don't you forget, in this episode, when they had the scene of the planning, we talked about the new Prince of Dorne is behind her. We've got the new support from a couple of the other houses. I mean, all that stuff. So she's getting her, she's getting more. I just, you don't know if they're actually going to be seen or in the play. No, you know? I don't think we ever see. 
like the other people that they mentioned, like, oh, now you got support from Dorn and yada, yada. I don't think that's the case. No. Um, but dang, I swear you need to based on what dwindling numbers we have. I mean, oh, no, I don't disagree. I'm just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I never thought the end of this was going to come down to a battle. That's why I, I always. Either. That's why I always said like the trial by seven because mm-hmm. I just can't. I just cannot see. But then the, then they did this thing where they showed the map and you see the Dothraki pull off half of their people. Grey Worm pulls off half the uh, Unsullied, Unsullied stuff. John pulls off half of Winterfell. And then Varys puts down the Golden Company and stuff like that. And he goes, "It's become much more even. Much more even now. And now I would even say it's probably tipping towards Cersei. Right. But but I'm saying is. I don't feel like after what we just saw last episode, this should be even close to even. No, no. To me, Cersei seems way more dominant. Right. Well, Cersei has twenty thousand golden company. Twenty thousand golden company plus what's left of the Lannister army. Right. And and Euron's fleet. Uh, I I think there was too many people alive. Yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> and and we had people go home. And we have people leaving. <laughs> yeah. And the people in the north just got done fighting the Night King and everything, and they're traveling south. Like, yeah. that's a lot of wear and tear that you're putting on these people's bodies trying to bang against Which, the wall. kudos to all the actors that had bruises and marks. Oh, and, the makeup and, and special the makeup effects. Like that. I mean, kudos lot. to the show effects on all that. Because, like, if everybody looked pristine and good, I was like, eh. Yeah, I mean, no, that'd be bullshit then. You know, I mean. No, I, but I look at it like she legitimately has 3,000 people, maybe. And I didn't think they should have that many. I don't either. And the, and the crazy thing is, is that her her variable that was so undeniable was the dragons, and now that's a non, almost a non value. You know, we we've made a non variable now. No, we're gonna. I think we're gonna have something different for the dragons here coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're gonna be kind of doing more sky bombs with the dragons to where those are kind of moot because you're not gonna be able to put them up on like a 180 degree angle. Like, I mean, I think Drogon's gonna be coming completely high in the sky. Well. You talking about like way up there and just doing straight shots down? Yes, you know, or something. Uh, or can, actually, Drogon, can Drogon pick something up and go up way high and drop it? I mean, he could you know, drop it. I'm just speaking out loud. I mean, yeah. something to think about. I had a strange idea that, and like I said, the reason we might see Gendry again was that they might actually armor Drogon. There's no way we have the time to armor you. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. But the Especially, thing is, we know that it's going to take, they said, I mean, they said it'd take a fortnight before John even gets to Danny. And I think that's like 45 days or something like that. It's a long time. It is. But, I mean, you're right because Cersei made way too many scorpions in the time of the time frame she has. She hasn't shown any more in this pregnancy or anything. That's not, I, I think it. Uh, we created what two hundred scorpions. Yeah, I, I just feel like even when they showed the the preview and stuff like that, it's like you see Euron looking up in surprise. Yeah, about but, the dragon and stuff like that. Maybe it's something like y'all are saying. He's literally carrying something. He's literally gonna drop it on him. No idea. I true. Mean, no idea. But I mean, with what we just saw these scorpions do, is there any kind of armor that's going to prevent no. these scorpions yeah, that's from my piercing? Next thing. If that thing can just just blow through a boat like it's nothing, well, not even a boat, just dragon scales. Yeah. Well, the first one they show hits um, in the chest. Yeah, and goes deep. Yeah, and so, then the other one pierces straight through the neck. Like, I'm just yeah. saying. No, no, I, I I like what you're thinking. I just don't see it helping. No, the dragon will have another variable, but I just don't know what. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll see. I don't know. I'm, uh, 
there, it was, uh, believe it yeah. or not, there's more stuff that we're, we still haven't covered. But I, I do want to finish with Miss Sandy. Oh. I mean, getting her last words. Tracaris. Oh, yeah, burn them down, baby. Yeah. Uh, Playing into the Mad Queen yet again. Is it? Or is that just her catch line? Like when you go to destroy somebody, instead of showing that's what she says, you know, you burn them down by by doing that. Is she just, is that her way of saying, yeah, burn, burn the this city? Bitch? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> burn the city to the ground pretty much to me. But I also think it's what her ancestors said before they lit people on fire, too. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what gets the. I even of- think the Mad King did it when he would burn people. On, in the throne room and stuff. Well, like yeah, because that. that's what makes the dragons breathe fire. That's their command for. It. That's yeah, the no, word. but he didn't have dragons. Remember? No, the Mad King didn't have dragons. No, but I mean, like that's still the yeah. It's like the family word. word. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it means fire in Valyrian. Yeah, but I was very, I was a little upset she didn't take a swing at Cersei. I mean, if you know you're gonna die, and you're already try to there, push her off the top of the thing. Yeah, yeah, but, you got her with one arm. Just grab her and take her with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they have. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that for the show's sake and everything. Yeah, obviously. But you can make the um, attempt. Like That's all I'm asking for. But, I mean, fantastic scene. To see the they head. Show, they show Missandei and Grey Worm hold hands on the boat and stuff. And then we've had this lovey-dovey sequences. We should have seen it coming. <laughs> well, we, we did. Yeah, I mean, we, we knew she was well, dead. It was we Grey Worm. We were assumed it was Grey yeah. Worm, yeah. Um, <laughs> but instead, they've created now a mad Grey Worm. Yeah, oh, dude, his, are we going to get his expression, man? Are we yeah. going to get a three hundred scene after dude lost his son of just Grey Worm Going mowing uh, people? What, down. They, what they call it? Bloodlust? Yeah. Blood <laughs> yeah, or yeah, something blood blind or something. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what it was he said, but yeah, it's like a fury. <laughs> yeah, like uh, if Grey Worm doesn't kill at least two hundred Golden Company people by himself, <laughs> we wasted the show. Yeah, ah man, I mean, it's just so. Well, I don't see Grey Worm living now. Uh, I don't like you said. Even if we're doing this blunt fury, this and our soul. No, I mean, I see him living just because it's more painful. Like you know, that's one of those bittersweet things. He's going to be living out his time. He's got to decide if he wants to be with Danny or whoever's ruling, or go to her city. That's the thing is, I see a, like a a future flash of him going to the beaches at North. You yeah, know what I mean, like it's way sadder for him to be alive at the end of this than for him to die. True. Okay. Yeah, I can give you that. I agree. With that. I give that. Oh. And then, but yeah, what else do we get? There was other stuff. Too. Well, we've got Braun coming back. Yeah, the Braun, okay, the Braun situation totally floored me that he walked in the up yeah. north. Yeah. How did he get here so fast? Well, I mean, that's I what get... I'm saying. It takes a long time. That we're at least the the time passage on this stuff is it's, very we, long. We, we hit just... the fast forward buttons, evidently. Yeah, you know. But anyway, he comes in, got the crossbow and everything mm-hmm. like that. And we were um, talking a little bit earlier about his interview. I think we were talking about this. Yeah, in where people or, wouldn't like his character very much. And that he didn't exert himself much. He even says, my fighting days are over. Yeah, but, but my not killing my killing days. days. Um, it, I, I'm not disappointed because it was a cool cool scene. The banner back and forth. like It just took me back to the first, se- or, yeah, yeah. first and second um, season. But I, I'm disappointed. Though. I will be super disappointed to not see him fight again. He's one of the favorite people to watch fight. He's got a different fighting style than anyone else on the show. Well, he's just the number one guy who doesn't fight fair. Yeah. He just is like, I kill. I don't fight fair. But, I mean, I guess this is going to be a massive battle. I think we only have one more one-on-one battle, and that's going to be Hound and his brother. No, we're not going to have only one more. Uh, Because I feel like Euron's going to get his due. 
I think this is all just going to happen out in the middle of a war, though, and everything. So Braun's I kind of fighting style is not going to. I, 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 See, I can't say that because, like I said, I don't think we have another battle. I think you're crazy, man. I, I think this battle could be up there with Hard Home and everything else that we've seen. It definitely could be. I just like I have a, a strange be. feeling that it's not going to be uh, what we think it's going to be. I, I think it could be like small little skirmishes that make Cersei realize, wait a minute. You know, when she's probably planning for one big battle, or when the reality of it is, is that a whole bunch of little things going on around, and there's too much to handle in one spot. Uh, like I said, a lot of misdirection, a lot of things going on. Uh, I'm with Jake on this. I don't, I, I do not foresee a, a big, big battle. I, I really, really don't. I mean, it's this just my thoughts. I maybe mean, see the dragon torch Euron's ships or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't trust the Golden Company. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't trust. That's fair. I don't trust the Iron Bank. You know, I, what I, I, I'm with you, you on that. I wanted. To I think ask this is sabotage. Yeah, so, so I'm like, Cersei's made too many enemies, and the Iron Bank makes bets. You know what I'm saying? Not they, even necessarily bets, but like, I mean, they just. But I mean, they they will fund the military. They, they fund of their who, enemy. They you will fund I mean? who they think will pay him back. Exactly, and that's the thing is like the losing battle is too more obvious. I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah. People are going to assume the dragons would dominate. I would think. I'm just saying I I don't trust the Iron Bank, which is connected to the Golden Company. You know what I mean? All that stuff, all that money, mm-hmm. the debt, all that stuff. I don't trust it. The no, Euron can't be trusted anyway. No, and then no, they no. find out about the baby thing. Now I definitely don't trust that he's gonna. No, you just said it best. I mean, like. The the halves the, the Iron Bank really controls all. I mean, realistically. Well, they definitely can control outcomes. Right. And it would kind of be the perfect fitting for the Iron Bank to be the deciding factor in this battle. You know, something behind the scenes, little little finger-ish. Well, that's pull. what I'm saying. They're, they're showing the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. The fact that Varys... Is you know, essentially saying treason in this. I mean, it's basically made his statement clear. He's like, "I will kill Daenerys." He was basically saying, "I'll kill Daenerys if it means protecting the realm from her." Which, oh, this scene. This is something we haven't seen in a long time. Just a good Tyrion and Varys acting one on one scene. Yeah. Oh my God, was this something that I, I forgot that I did, that I've been wanting to see? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was fully expecting somebody to walk around the corner and say. You're treasonous and But there's dying. no one left. I mean, I was expecting that, but then I was like, wait, who could be the person that comes out in the dark and sees this? I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting to possibly see Tyrion tell Danny that Danny that like Varys is your enemy. Is a problem now. And you literally see a sequence where Varys gets locked up or something mm-hmm. like that, or whatever, or executed. But I think Tyrion still trusts Varys. Because Varys makes total sense. You can't deny it what he's saying. You know what I mean? That's true. So it's like, that's just two smart people having a good debate. Yeah. He's like, there, don't tell me you haven't thought yeah, but All it is is logic versus faith. Is all it is. Well, I mean... I mean to he, a point. He has yeah. a faith in her humanity. You know what I mean? I agree with that. But it's like... He also believes that she's... If you've definitely, if you've read the books and if you've seen the show, I mean, Varys is a sneaky bastard. I mean, he can get things done. And he's v- extremely... Loyal to his cause. <laughs> yes. And his cause has not wavered in the slightest. Ever. Ever. Yeah. No. So, I don't, you know, I don't know, man. That I look forward to... This is what I'm talking about. It's all the backhanded, under 
underdwelling stuff. Yeah, it's the underbelly I mean? of it all situation. Yeah, I mean, it's and, these people that are actual power players that you don't you just don't think about. That just haven't been. Me if Varys kills Tyrion. God, I, don't think he, would, I don't think he wants to. No, I mean he doesn't want to do anything, but he's willing to do anything. Yeah, but if he thinks Tyrion is blindly backing what Danny says mm-hmm. and is not stopping her from doing something, it's like because he even calls Tyrion out when he says when Tyrion's like John can calm her hot points. Varys is like, oh, like you're able to, yeah, knowing that he can't do anything. So yeah. He's, no, you're right. You're bringing he's got up a, a rebuttal good point with it. to it all. You know what I mean? So that's the things I, I, I keep paying attention to. You're on noticing that the baby, like Tyrion, mm-hmm. shouldn't know about it. Um, the Iron Bank stuff, and now Varys. I mean, I, they're all just behind the scenes, like making decisions. Yeah. And Bron, to further point, you saying that the Iron Bank could pull out and everything is Bron saying everyone knows dragons beat. Uh, people and everything, even if it's only one dragon. So, I mean, he comes out and says it. Well, he makes that statement before... We lose a dragon. Before we lose a dragon. I mean, there's foreshadowing in it for sure. Yeah, but I I think he still made the statement, basically. He's like, I knew Cersei was dead the minute I saw Mm -hmm. those dragons and whatever. You know what I mean? And it's just like, okay. So, he's made his choice. The High Garden thing? I mean, it'd be hilarious. To see that's the case if he gets it. Yeah, I mean, it was just a funny scene with him and everything. Like, I mean, it brought a little bit of the humor back, I thought. and I, I do feel like we're going to get a final sequence at the end of this season that just shows where people are. Yeah. And it, that'd be hilarious to show Braun, you know, walking into the gates of Highgarden or whatever like that at the end. Do you really think Braun lives through this whole thing? I don't see any reason for him not to. Bronn's a survivor. You know what I mean? Well, see, here's the thing. Until this scene, I always figured Bronn was going to do something for the good guys or for the people he's made friends in the show and this, that, or so on, and maybe even sacrifice himself and was that or so on. After this scene, no, No, not anymore. He has stayed extremely consistent. Yeah. I don't see him sacrificing himself. He saved Jamie, I don't know how many times. He saved Tyrion. To get his He's done all this stuff like that. But you understand, if he doesn't, he doesn't get paid. I agree, but they seem like they have more of a kinship, uh, you know. Oh, one hundred percent. He's a, he's not like a heartless bastard. I'm just but saying. But in this scene right here, he looks like eh, if you really didn't have anything to offer, I was going to go ahead and kill you. But I think he's also, <laughs> like you said, he knows Cersei's going to lose, and then his only opportunity is Jamie and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's you, leveraging that. You're paying with your with what cards you got, right? And he's like, "Well, I can't depend on Cersei because she can't pay me if she's dead." But you guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and I like that he's able to just get their word and that be enough because that's, he that's knows the thing is like, pay their debts. I, I hate that this is what has come up, Bron. Yeah, that he's not going to be fighting necessarily. Yes. But I also love how consistent he is. You know what I mean? He never wavers. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, him sitting in High Garden, that's going to be so bittersweet because, like, we don't feel like he's earned it anymore. It never anything. happens. So, I mean, like, that's the perfect <laughs> thing to be like, man, I hate how that fucking ended. <laughs> yeah. But um, we got uh, Arya and Hound heading south. I really wish we would get an episode of just those two. That's, that's what I wish, too, because I mean, I'll eat all the fucking chickens. So oh, I miss yeah. it so much. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, just if I get wounded again, are you going to leave me to die? 
Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, just so many small things. Oh, that was one callback we talked about. The little bird. Yes. Sansa actually yeah. speaking to the hound. Man, I, how badly I'm not did little you bird want, anymore. No. I just wanted her to sing a song, though. Like, how powerful would it have been to see her, the Lady of Winterfell, just sing a song in the middle of I'm everybody. so weird about songs, man. Lord of the Rings, all that stuff. That's bur- Burn me on yes. songs. <laughs> Good point, man. I don't like songs. Yeah. When you break out into song, it's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Cut that off right there. Yeah. All right. We got it. <laughs> I think music plays a fantastic role in good film and stuff like that, but usually not want to. Hey, act- Pod actors. just dropped the hottest single in Westeros history last episode. And you know what? They showed him singing for a couple of seconds. You know, then it was just kind of over the top. That is true. You know, narration, basically. Oh, and speaking of Pod the Rod, old tripod guy, yeah. the threes of going in the back, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is absolute fan service. It oh, is, yeah. man. They showed him, obviously, drunk, smiling at one chick. And then they put it in the background. You see him pick up two more chicks. Oh, yeah, yeah, he puts yeah. his arm around somebody <laughs> else. Hey, baby, how you doing? Like, <laughs> I was like, this, this is where your writers and creators are like, we got to do it. We yeah. got to do it. Man. You know, the actor's got to be like, <laughs> oh, so where, do, I get my, do I get my scene? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so where did Mies traveled up north, eh? Yeah. You know, and then, you know, the Tormund heartbreak, oh, Brian, yeah. you know, being followed by Jamie. Um, I mean, he's even teary eyed. But, but then he like snaps out of his soon as one girl's like, I'm not afraid of the North people. He's like, maybe you should be. <laughs> maybe you should be, yeah. I love it. But I, mean, I kind of wish he would have just captured somebody just because that's the way of the wildlings and everything. But the scene was perfect. But this is what's so unfortunate. This season, Tormund's been number one comic relief. Yes. Number one. Oh, yeah. He is led to every comical funny sequence. Oh, or I mean, when he hands John the Horn and everything. He's, he's like just, vomiting that part and he goes, sure it is. <laughs> I, I just, I, like... We're going to miss that. Oh, it's going to yeah. be so serious now. Yeah, oh. there is no room for comedy that is about to I mean, happen. It's, right it's not all, now. The only yeah. jokes that we've gotten that, I mean, the hound doesn't necessarily joke, but it's just hilarious. Well, he just calls everybody a twat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's you just know, got throw that. your ass over this fucking wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's I, got that deadpan delivery. Yes. That, excellent he, deadpan. Um, so, uh, but everything's going to be so serious now. Yeah. Like, that. There's nothing but death and sadness. Yeah. That is I don't us. think we'll have another well, joke. There's nobody left to have conversations with, to have a joke with. I mean, even Tyrion and Varys cannot yeah. joke anymore. No. no. I mean, he makes a guys without cocks, you know, and like that. You should of all people should know that. And I was like, all right, that would, they didn't even make it sound funny. Well, no, Varys turns right back around and says, oh, they're on board. Unfortunately, they, they are. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, damn. You know, I, we're officially out of jokes. Yeah. yeah. Comedy season has ended. Concluded. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. I mean, I'm going to miss Tormund hor- horrifically. I mean, I know it, man. Do we think the faceless men play any part? We talked about it. Yes. You know, we didn't think they had anything to do with the Battle I could of Winterfell. I totally see it. Yes. And so, that, could, that could be one of the key elements. I, who I they hope, come after? Is, well, is it they, Arya? Well, they're here Arya. for Arya. They're here for Arya. Okay. But maybe she convinces them to do one last thing before. She her debt is to collect, or whatever you know what I mean. Because like that, and so on. I don't think the faceless men are going to be the ones that do the deed. That you know, the ends all end. Yeah. All, but I think they're going to do something involved with this to make a major point. Again, something's happening over here, but this is really what's going on over here, and they're a great facilitator of that kind of stuff. Does the hound take Arya's place? Uh, I don't know about because all that. they don't have to. You don't have to necessarily die. They just need a life for a life. 
So someone could sacrifice themselves for Arya. True. I you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, don't it, know it, it, how look, it's going to work. The hounds, the hounds mission now is I have unfinished business. And yes, his brother. I mean, and, it's, okay, and but Arya's unfinished business is Cersei, but she's not getting Cersei and the Night King. Yeah, that's no, just not happening. No, no so way. we know I one hundred percent think it's Jamie that kills Cersei. Okay, but Arya's coming down here. What's her plot line? If not something to do with the Faceless Men, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that rooster has to come home. You know what I mean? I, mean, I want to know how fucking Jamie even gets down to this battle. Uh, I'm sure Jamie can get in the king's oh, landing. I, I mean, I know <laughs> I know he's going to get there, but I mean, he's leaving like 15 days after everybody else. Yeah, I don't know. My, I mean, he's uh, just going to appear there. I get and that's it. That's the but. thing, too. My hope and dream of the trial by seven doesn't fit if Jamie strangles there. her. <laughs> you know no. what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I don't well, know how it's all going to work. The trial by seven, I think, is dead in the water. I, I just it's fair because Bronn's not there anymore. So I mean, there is no there is no seven. I mean, for either for either side. Well, now it's gone down to you know trial by combat, and it's the hound and the mountain. And you know, Danny's not going to say the hound. The yeah. hound's my representative, and here we go. She would put Grey Worm out there before she put, especially after he just cut. Ms. Yeah, Andy's I mean, head off. at this point, <laughs> I can see Grey Worm winning that battle. Oh. I don't but know. I yeah. mean, I think that's pretty much the episode. I mean, we can go uh, a little I bit in the trailer, but I, I, it doesn't I, show anything. I think we are forgetting stuff, and I'm trying to like make sure even the small stuff. Yeah, um, that are, I think that are big. Um, um, I mean, so much happened in this yeah, episode. It was just, it was, uh, Do you think we see Bran anymore? I really don't. I mean, I think oh, we the, see him in the final finale. As long as Sansa stays in Winterfell, then we'll probably see a little bit of him. But his purpose for next episode and most of episode six, I think it's done. I don't think we see Samwell anymore. Yeah. I don't think we, I mean, I, when we were giving these goodbyes, I think for the most part, they were goodbyes. I don't see a reason for a lot of these characters to come back. I mean, when you have Hound and Arya coming, there's like, I don't plan on coming back. Neither do I. You know, I. I still think we get that final sequence. No, I'm with yeah, you. Well, you get a montage of a how montage. everybody's doing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's but I mean, there. I didn't think that's what you meant with do we see him again no, in no, the show. No, no, as far as... Uh, like have an actual plot? Yeah, as far as, you know, people Mattering, on the chessboard yeah. anymore? No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, the chessboard is definitely lightened up. There is no doubt. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about the preview. All right, the preview, which wasn't a whole lot, you know... One of uh, the best previews is just... Yeah. Danny is back at Dragonstone. preview. Danny's back at Dragonstone. Tyrion's walking up. You can just feel the tension between the two. She's obviously grieving and trying to figure things out. She's alone. John's not there with her. You know what I'm saying? So she's obviously contemplating her thoughts and everything else. Well, then you do get a scene of John and his people arrive at King's Landing. Okay. They're on the battlefield, it would appear to mm -hmm. me. Right. And then... It just shows uh, a quick thing of Euron, and you hear the dragon, and you look up in a cloudy sky, and he looks like, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's why I was giving that thought earlier. I was like, what can the dragon be doing up there that, you know what I mean, that would cause a problem for the ships that they can't, so they can't be reached? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, re I, mean, I really almost, don't. It's like when the Night King came in with the storm, you know, no, no visibility, there's nothing to shoot at. 
I mean, are we looking at the possibility of there being clouds up there and you just see Drogon sweep in and, whoosh, and disappear super quick, you know, before they have a chance to, like Cash was saying earlier, if yeah. you're swooping in from behind and you see Euron say, all right, circle the wagons so there's no way to get behind us in any direction and, you know, different things of that nature. I mean, just thinking out loud, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I just hope Tyrion comes back and has a masterful plan because Tyrion is one of the best war generals we've had on the show and it just hasn't shown in the last three or four battles that he's participated in. You have Jamie, who's actually a really good war general. I don't know if John's necessarily been I don't that. believe Jamie is a part of the... He's not a chess priest anymore. I uh, think Jamie finds a way into the castle. Maybe. Not necessarily going to yeah. be in the fight. <laughs> Balancar, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think some of these things just have to come true. I mean... There's a reason why he, she was sent, or, you know, Braun was sent to kill her brother. Well, like, I'm not even sure I know who Jamie's about to fight for. Because, I mean, when he was leaving Brienne, he made it, Ugh. he kind of made it seem like he could still be That's with Cersei. That's what mentioned was Brienne's cry face, man. It was brutal. It's brutal, but a good job. I mean, it's real. Um, no, I, he's not fighting for Cersei. No. I think he was explaining to Brienne. Why he has to go back down? He's got to go back down there because, you know, both of us are bad people. You know okay. I mean? Both of us need to be gone, I think is what he's trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, basically kinda. what he's saying. I've got to atone for my sins. I don't deserve basically, a happy yes, life. Yes, basically. Well, I think it's kind of like Cersei almost in a way made me this way. You know, it's my debt. Yeah. You know what I mean? To to pay. Okay. You know, I mean, this. So what are you saying? It was awesome. You know, I kicked a kid out of a window for Cersei. I, I killed my, my cousin, cousin with my bare hands to get back to Cersei. I'd kill every man, woman, and child to get back in Cersei. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I think he wants that gone. Okay. That, you know, I mean, that weight gone. Hey, I, I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. And do we think Sansa plays a role in any of this anymore? Or is it just kind of pot stir? Because I really, I don't. But what else does she contribute from here? I mean, John's already taken the army. Other than her just being Lady of Winterfell, what 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 else does she contribute? Preventing her from having the Seven Realms, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there was a weird reason why Tyrion asked Bran, like, "You're the Lord of Winterfell now, but you don't want it." And he's like, "I'm Lord of nothing," you know. And so that means Sansa runs a show up there, basically. If John's not there, yeah. Now they know John is Probably. not the Lord of Winterfell. He can't be. I mean, he's still a Stark. I don't know why like they're just saying he's not, not. of Ned Stark's immediate blood, though, right? Yeah, of Ned Stark's immediate blood. Lyanna. That's well, his sister's son? I don't know if that's how it works or not. I don't think it fits the category. Okay. I think you have to be a direct heir to the male. I don't know for sure on that. No, I you don't, don't have to be, but... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's that's sketchy. But no, I think I, I think Sansa has a part to play. Okay. Even if it means she does something, she starts working some stuff up north to come and help. You know. I mean, I just think it's more towards episode six that she plays a part than this next episode, and I think it's more of I don't even know, like maybe siding with her, with Danny and everything, being like, I see that to honor my brother. I want to declare you the queen in the north part of your kingdom or something. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know no either because I keep going back to my mindset of this is not going to have a happy ending. And so what's a way for the show to end um, to where somebody accomplishes their, their goal? That's the whole reason we watch the show. But at what cost to make it where it's not a happy ending? I mean, the happy ending could be ended with Danny takes the throne and Sansa does not kneel. Exactly. That and in John, if John dies in the process... And so on, and it, and they turned it on that Danny, you know, it was because of Danny because she was threatened by the idea that he was actually the rightful heir, you know, or something of that nature, where she basically just becomes the next tyrant based on how she wins. I mean, if she goes in there and burns half the city to the ground, like what they're showing you they're going to do, then she's no different or no better than what's been there, if that makes sense, you know. So, so what do you see? A bunch of people kneel in front of Sansa, Queen of the North. You know? Yeah, I mean, so are there enough people left in the north to just when, you, to just when you've conquered the Iron Throne, the people around it don't celebrate it. Yeah, you know, is that you've gotten this, but the cost was so great that it was unworthy of it. You that you've just become Cersei 2.0, basically, not realizing it. You know what I'm saying? And then if the Drogon dies in the process, even if she wins, then she's as useless. You know, is the you see what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, if we're being honest. Does Gendry have rights to the throne now? He does. He's now that he's been legitimized as Robert Baratheon's son, oldest son. Yeah, but only by not by the queen. Uh, it's by one queen versus another. Yeah, it queen. depends who wins. If Daenerys, yeah, like that, that, that legitimization only is good if Daenerys wins. If Daenerys wins, because Cersei. Just saying. I'm just saying. Cersei, <laughs> but hey, I mean, yeah, but you got a point though. I mean, that's the reality of it is is that she wins and then turn around and go, well, Sansa says no. Yeah. And then the Baratheons say, we have the rightful heir. You know, and then... Well, the Baratheon. <laughs> usurper. Yeah. Yeah, usurper. Exactly. So, I mean, like, it could, and then you, you know, if John doesn't live, you killed the rightful heir. And but, I mean, like, you could just go down the line. Like I said, I mean, she wins, but at what cost? And for Danny, she has been winning but losing this entire time. Like even when she gets a victory, she lost. Right. I mean, so the the main person that supports us through us all goes down. You know, that's what you call a pretty nasty ending. Yeah. Even though she wins, she really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but what a strange way to end the show to be surrounded by enemies again. You know, it's but that's like, what it is. It's the Game of Thrones. That's what the Game of Thrones is. Think yeah, of the I, title. I know, but it's like <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. Okay, there won't be another season after this. Yeah. Even though, oh, well, there's all these characters we care about that you know are still involved. You know what I mean? It's, well, there's three spinoffs in production. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they're not. They're not this. So I know. I know. But I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's kind of the episode. There's no doubt, but. Guys, what did y'all think? Uh, y'all just in dismay and shock as we are? Uh, did we... Uh, did hit us with some commentary. Yeah, because, man. Like, I mean, there's a lot y'all of stuff. Y'all blew us up last week. Yeah. Keep it up, man. We love all the emails. I love replying to emails. Thank you for the positive reviews on iTunes. Yes, and if you haven't, absolutely. please go there and give us one. We would greatly appreciate greatly, it. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, it's, it's always a joy and pleasure. But we're on Facebook, Twitter, Gmail. That's Bleed TV Podcast on all those um and so again make sure you hit us up but uh and if you like us here check us out into the badlands for the series yeah, finale series, sadly the series finale is tomorrow so we'll be hitting that up um another such a good show in a different way you know what i mean um so 
again, always check us out. If you if you have any questions, let us know. But anyway, we call tonight. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake, and I'm Cash. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah.